Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives podcast, episode 110. It is me, your host, Evan, with the All-American Conservative, Solomon Tack. And with us today for the first time, the founder of Our Earth United, our my buddy, Joe. Thank you for coming on, Joe. For those of you who are new to the show, we are here to fight back against the leftist agenda that has been plaguing New York State for years. We are committed to bringing you the best in conservative commentary, bringing you real conservative candidates, and exposing rhinos and leftist arrangement, which we experience on a daily basis. Guys, thanks for coming on today. A lot, a lot to talk about. Let's start off right away. No slacking. Stabbing during Hanukkah celebration in Muncie, New York. A man ran into the house of a rabbi with a machete and decided to start hacking people up. I I don't I don't even really know where to start with this, but apparently the rabbi tried to throw a chair at him. Apparently chairs don't work as well as bullets, as we will talk about later in the Texas church shooting. But Tack, first, let me get your opinion on this. You know, really what's going on with this? The mainstream media is not going to cover this. They haven't been covering it. And we all know the reason, but I'm going to let you say it so I don't get stabbed in the streets. So we already know with the, uh, let's use New Jersey, for example, right? Guy runs up into a Jewish neighborhood or Jewish business, starts shooting. Oh, white supremacy? Right? (laughs) Jews quietly starts trying to push toward, oh, it's white supremacy. All of a sudden, it's the, the black Hebrew Israelites who are LARPing and pretending that they're the real Jews, and then silence, radio silence, everybody forgets that it ever happened. And then we have this one, this, this most recent one, guy runs up, Hanukkah celebration, machete, hacks away, and then all of a sudden you don't hear anything about it, and you have to ask why. Is it because they won't, will not be able to push the white supremacist narrative? Is it because they want to say that Trump is the most anti-Semitic president that there has ever been, However, he is damn near best friends with Bibi, with Benjamin Netanyahu. And what I'm also gathering here is the black community has completely forgotten about the history that we have when it comes to uh, working alongside the Jewish community. Uh, And I would hate to admit this, but somebody like Bernie Sanders, who's gotten knocked upside his head and arrested during the civil rights movement. Jewish guy, supposedly Jewish. Right? Bernie Sanders is about as Jewish as a, as a bacon cheeseburger. Let's be real here. Uh, you had Martin Luther King working alongside rabbis. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you had during the Civil War, you had Jews who flocked to join the Union Army by the hundreds to fight against the Confederates because they didn't believe in slavery. However, now you have these people that believe in conspiracy theories that the Jews run every portion of the world, but you had Jews that helped win you your slavery, but they, they, or win you your freedom from slavery, but they run every portion of the world and they're extremely evil. And the, that blacks are the real Jews. So they need to go and, and kill these white faced people who are trying to take over. But there's a, a movie on Netflix. I forget the name of it right now that, that talks about Israel going into Ethiopia to help save Ethiopian black-skinned Jews. <laughs> I mean, we are very generous people. We're always down to help anybody. But, I mean, you said it, you said it the best, and Joe, I'll let you weigh in in a second, but what we see is it's the reason why this isn't being reported is because these anti-Semitic attacks, which are occurring in New York City at alarming rates, are being perpetrated 
well, let's not say only by the black Israelites, but it might be. It might be that's that's what they're pushing. But they, they're being perpetrated by the African-American community, and that's why it's not being reported on. Meanwhile, you have you know Emperor Cuomo coming out and saying, oh, this is horrible. We need to do more to help these people. And he's pushing this nonsense criminal justice reform where he's just letting people out of jail. So, I mean, Joe, what is your take on this? Like, we're really, like, let's, let's, let me get your opinion on this. Because for me, I'm just disgusted on how it's being treated by de Blasio and Cuomo. And, well, and I mean, you're talking about the two people who uh, names shall never be spoken of, man. They're, they're really evil behind it, I think. Uh, but, yeah, just talk, talk space what you're saying constantly. It's always happening. It happened almost every single day this week. There was one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I believe Saturday, another one today. It's, uh-huh. it's an eight days of problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible way to put it, but yeah. But um, no, it's, it's becoming a problem, and it's not being addressed enough, I don't think. I don't know if they're trying to, you know, to avoid the PC conflict behind it or whatnot, but it does need to be addressed. It really is problematic that people are fearing to even go to a place of worship now. That, that's ludicrous to me. I, I don't think up and do something. I don't think they wanted to get back to uh, the riots in Brooklyn when Al Sharpton stood up and he started talking trash about the Jews in the neighborhood and blamed everyone. Right, of course. Jews. And you had all of those the the deaths that happened. Uh, an entire neighborhood was ruined because Al Sharpton stood up and blamed everything that was wrong in that neighborhood on the Jews in that neighborhood. But you, you also see this from the establishment Democrats now, where Rashida Tlaib actually came out in support of Jews if it meant that she could denounce white supremacy. And the second it was proven that it was not white supremacists in Jersey City, she shut her goddamn mouth and deleted her tweet. So the only <laughs> way to get Rashida Tlaib to support Jews is to make them think that it is a white supremacist attack. Other than that, she is down for Palestine, and she is not a fan of the Jews. But if we compare this to the... Uh, what was it? The Freeway Church Christ of Shooting in White Settlement, Texas, which we do have video of. Let me going to play that in one second. But if we look at that and that shooting, the way that that went down is completely different than the way this, this knife attack went down in Muncie, New York. So let's watch this clip and then we will discuss. That's the gunman in the top left with a black shirt and white riding on it talking to someone else. He's pulling out a gun. Another man stands up and looks like he's pulling out a gun. There's another man to the far left that pulled out his gun and shot him. Here's a close-up of it. Remember, there are a lot of pistols out there that can hold close to 20 rounds of ammunition in the magazine. If you're anything like me and you were in this church service and didn't have a gun, I would be truly grateful for these two men all right so as we can clearly see in the video the shooter is taken down almost instantly by churchgoers in texas who are clearly armed and dangerous and are there to protect themselves and this just really just goes to show that being unarmed does not make you safe being armed makes you safe where this shooting could have been horrible this could have been 20 people dead this guy shows up with a gun in a church but instead it's the, his first intended victim and the shooter are the only people killed during the shooting. Uh, it's like, really, it's, it's plain to see how on earth do we describe this to the leftists and to de Blasio and to Cuomo and all the Democrats to say we need to be able to defend ourselves, especially in New York, which has become a, just a complete cesspool with all their criminal justice reform and the infringements on our Second Amendment rights. 
you can't explain it to them. <laughs> you, you really can't. But, it's but impossible. I, but I want to. <laughs> you remember that video with a cop, or maybe it's just the, the police training video. The cop jumped on top of the hood of the vehicle that tried to hit him, and he started firing shots into the windshield. Because yeah. cars can be used as deadly force. Yep. You know how many times terrorists have used vehicles in ramming attacks? I thought that their main weapon was vehicles. You can Pretty use vehicles is. in ramming attacks. You can have mass stabbing attacks, obviously, right? We just finished talking about the synagogue. Um, and in um, and London Bridge, where they had to use a Norwal the, tusk. To London stop. Bridge. I love that. Not just – you don't just need firearms. <laughs> you know, firearms help fend off multiple types of attacks. And you always need that option there to be able to make sure you're adequately defended. This is not the first time where a church would have been shot up and an armed person came and saved the church. I mean, he is cut down so quickly by what essentially is a good guy with a gun. And the left always makes, oh, good guy with a gun, good guy with a gun. But we see it here that it is true. It is not a myth. And we see that armed citizenry is the best way to defend ourselves. It's just, I don't. Like, how are we ever going to get through to them? Are we going to need literally a totalitarian takeover of the government in order to show the left that they, that we need to be armed? Well, I just yes. think a lot of them are uneducated. That's another problem with that. But they don't want to be educated. So how do we Yeah, get no, that's a very good point. That that's is true. It's, it's bad. I mean, this is literally, this shooting was over in the matter of a few seconds. Yep. Because they heard the shot, boom. Guy pulls out a gun, takes him down. People are there to back him up. It's like, you, it doesn't. Get, to, it could have been twenty people, opposed to just I think what the one or two that 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 mm-hmm. passed. That's it. It was the one victim and the shooter. That is like if there is going to be a shooting, that is basically almost the ideal almost best case scenario. Almost. Yeah, the only better way would be the guy who originally shot was just injured and not killed. Yeah, yeah or he dropped the gun and shot himself somehow. Yeah. That's really about it. It doesn't get any like it's it doesn't get any clearer than this. This is the perfect example of why we need to be arming ourselves, and especially, I mean, not to play the Jew card, but especially as a Jewish person now with the rise in anti-Semitic attacks. If I'm not armed somehow, like how am I supposed to protect myself? If I'm walking around New York City, I essentially, if I'm going to abide by the laws, have to be completely unarmed. It's really ridiculous. And I I feel bad for Jews because. At least me Thank being you. black. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's not enough people feel bad for us. <laughs> I just have to. I, <laughs> I have to only worry about like real white supremacists. You know, I mean, the real American history acts. Put your face on this curb. <laughs> <laughs> Jews, you get the the nation of Islam. You get uh, extreme Islamics. You get yep. you get um, white supremacists, socialists, you know? AOC, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> all of the above. All right, everybody. Exactly. I've said everybody. it before. You're a big target on your back. It's like that star is that target. Oh, that's <laughs> right. one right here. <laughs> I mean, it's. I've said it before. We're the unifying force in the universe. Everyone hates us. It just shows that we're doing something right. That's true. All right, guys. Moving on to another big thing going on now. Instagram has introduced fact checking to our posts. Um, we have seen this a lot lately, where they are taking memes, which. If you don't know what a meme is, then I can't help you. I, I really can't. We're just, I'm just not even going to bother. But in general, memes are kind of vague. It's a joke. It's a little thing. It's satire. It's not meant to be an in-depth report on what it's joking about. But that's what Instagram is taking it as. And where you've put, we've posted things about 
you know, um, Ukrainian oil and the connections to Pelosi and Kerry and Biden. And they go, well, you know, this is not really true. And then you look at the facts and it's mostly true, but they're putting it as false. And if you look at who's fact checking it, places like Snopes.com, which is extremely left leaning, which called Antifa basically nothing. They basically said Antifa did not exist about a year ago. So how can we trust Snopes? Uh, but they are clearly left-leaning. Like Instagram, you know, Zuckerberg said he's not going to ban political ads because it's up to us to fact-check our own things. But now he owns Instagram and is now trying to fact-check us and essentially silencing conservatives. I guarantee you, if I put it, uh, a meme up saying that Donald Trump eats and rapes babies, I guarantee you it would get past oh, the fact-checkers. 100%. Uh, remember that post I did where I put up the – if you want to get rid of the tracker system on your vehicle, yeah, your, your cars too, and it'll take the RFID chip out. And they said that oh, was yeah. fake. Immediately after that, I put up. Clearly two, a uh, joke. Before I even put that up, I put two plus two is six. No fat check. <laughs> but that meme, that joke, got fat checked. What idiots. <laughs> Kind of scares me because that means people out there are actually going to try doing it. It's the same content of Tide Pods and all that shit. Too. It, it's I mean, it's bad, and it's really only hitting conservatives. And you see what they're the way that they're doing it is really bad because they tried to hit the heavy hitters. They tried to hit Drano. They tried to hit the gay who strayed. They tried to hit these people with huge followings, and it completely backfired on them. So what did they do? They decided to hit people with smaller followings. Our Facebook page has 11,500 followers. Our Instagram page has just under 3,000 followers. If I repost something from someone who's not shadow banned, it gets anywhere from 600 to 1,000 likes and over 2,000 interactions or reach. If I post something original with either the same hashtags or other popular hashtags, it gets like a hundred, reaches like less than 100 people. So they are clearly just taking whatever, whatever we're posting on our personal Instagram and just not letting people see it. It's it's not even that people don't like it. I understand. Listen, if they said it reached 2,000 people and I got 50 likes, I'd be like, listen, I'm not posting the right stuff. But right. it's not reaching people. You know, this really comes into freedom of speech and everything else where our right, our right to, you know, express our views as conservatives and as, I'm going to go ahead and say it, true Americans, because the left has clearly moved on to some form of communism, socialism, mashup, but to express views that just you know, express freedom of speech and freedom of thought. These things are being infringed upon on these platforms and they, they just don't care. So Joe, you, do you remember when uh, the big thing was talking about George Soros helping to kill Jews in the Holocaust? And um, I go on Snops. I'm like, Snopes. (laughs) Snops. I go on Snopes and I'm like, let me go and check this out. And they say, oh, it's false. George Soros never helped to kill Jews in the Holocaust. He never went to go capture them, never went and, and uh, snitched out where they were hiding at, none of that. However, <laughs> I look at an interview of George Soros, and he's sitting there on camera saying that that's exactly what he did. So if you're using snops as a... a, a as if you're drinking snobs and using snobs. A, a fact check, how can you trust it when they can't even get that right? And he's on camera saying that that's what he did. My stuff was fact checked by somebody from Africa using the British spelling of the word tire. 
Not even an American spelling, and that's who he's supposedly fact-checking. This he's is America. <laughs> yes, this is America. <laughs> it's not Africa. It's not England. But, I mean, this is, this is where we've, we've come to, is that the left doesn't understand humor. Because if no, you they really don't. all the leftist, like, late-night stuff, it's not funny. How dare it's you? It's just bashing someone using lies. They just, all they do is bash Trump, and it's all not, it's not real. They're using these it's, lies. It's bashing Trump with improv. You know, so they're bullshit. It's not true. <laughs> Off the cuff improv. I hate Trump. It's That's all it is. Everybody quiet. <laughs> It's 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 so sad. It, it's almost it's comical because it's it's so uh, it's so repetitive. It's the same thing every single day, and people eat it up. Though that's the one thing I don't understand. It's Trump derangement syndrome. It's stage five. You know, it's terminal right there. They can't get past it. No remission, nothing, bro. It's... No, there's no there's no hope. They they need hospice. That's where they're at right now with this TDS. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. I I miss comedy when it was unapologetic and it was actually like really funny. Yep, the, old school. Uh, Carlin, uh, Bernie yeah. Mac, Eddie Murphy. Dude, Dave Chappelle back in the day, man. Dude, Dave Chappelle now. Yeah. I know, Dave Chappelle now, bro. Ooh, I give that man a round of applause. <laughs> that dude does not care. He is just, this is who I am here. This is who I am. Yeah, but that's how comedy is supposed to be, man. He's like, I'm black. You can't take me down. <laughs> They're trying. They're trying, though. Oh, they'll try real hard. Oh, God. By what he was saying, yeah, shut up. (laughs) Don't watch. You know how many times Eddie Murphy in Raw and Delirious used the F word, and I'm not talking about the one that ends with a K. The one that ends with a T. The one that ends with a T. The one that rhymes with maggot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The one that will piss off Juicy Smollett. How dare you? This is the problem: is that the left doesn't know what's funny anymore and this is why this whole thing well the left can't meme because they don't get comedy they're too busy being offended by everything and if you're busy being offended by everything you can't laugh the way the, to live your life is the south park method where, where everyone is open to criticism everyone can be made fun of as long as it's done humorously it's done in good faith it's done because listen you have a flaw that we're going to exploit we're going to laugh about it but it's not there's no ill intentions but the left doesn't see that anymore because everything is racist and everything is hate speech and everything is evil. And if you believe, if you don't believe what we believe, then you're a racist and a bigot and a transphobe and all these other nonsense. And they just, they've lost their sense of reality. It's really insane. Okay, Boomer. Shut up. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, Boomer, and Google turned on on my phone. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> They're listening to you. Oh, God. All right, guys. Last thing before we kind of get – I want to get to Joe's thing at the end so we can kind of pump his stuff. But Virginia Governor Ralph Blackface Northam How is doubling down you? on his promise to take down law enforcement and private citizens who back the Second Amendment, once again proving the need for the Second Amendment. I mean, this guy is just follow, – he's following the Pelosi playbook. It's we're going to impeach him. We don't have anything. Who cares? We're going to impeach him anyway. We're gonna take. We're gonna. We're gonna take away guns. Oh, law enforcement's not gonna back us. Guess what? We're gonna send in the military to take down law enforcement. <laughs> well, this guy's a moron. So, I just want to send a message to all of my black brethren and sisters out in Virginia, and I just want to say this: one, the whole blackface thing. He was asked by the Virginia uh, Black Caucus, the delegates of the Virginia Black Caucus, to step down. 
completely ignored him. They asked him to resign. He did not resign, refused to resign, right? And then you have Black Lives Matter who believe that the police is, uh, there's so many things and so many flaws wrong with the police and that blacks are wrongly targeted by the police. Now the governor that's in blackface is taking the <laughs> state's money, the taxpayer's money, to help beef up the correctional facility because he is afraid of the police that believe in the Second Amendment. Now, Which is their job. They swore an oath to the Constitution. <laughs> yes, they're doing their job. However, if you believe that you need to protect yourself from the police, that's one way, like I spoke about before, Tupac shot a cop, got away with it, didn't get arrested because he was in the right when he did it. That's our form of protection against a totalitarian government. So if you believe that you truly need to protect yourself and you need firearms, why would you then back a governor who wears blackface and when asked to resign, completely denies it and completely... First he said, yes, I did it. And then he came back and said, no, 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 never mind. That wasn't me. And then... I might have been in the clan hood, but I definitely wasn't in blackface. (laughs) And then says... I'm going to go after all your guns. Does that really truly make sense to you? You know you need to defend yourself. You know that there are people that's out there that you believe hate you. Why would you then go and support the guy who looks so little of you that he'll even deny his initial apology, his initial apology saying that he was making fun of you and was standing with the guy in a clan hood and was using racial – I forget the pages – that's in that yearbook, but was also using racial terminology in that same yearbook. I mean, it was medical school, wasn't it? So it was, maybe it was medical terminology back then. I mean, it was, <laughs> but I mean, you just cracked liberal logic where it's Trump is racist and Trump is a Nazi and the police are racist and the police are Nazis, but they're the only ones who should have guns. I don't understand it. That's it. Joe, 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 do you really do you understand this? Maybe you can give us a little bit more insight. Oh, this this whole boogaloo beatdown that's going on in uh, Virginia. <laughs> yep. Oh man, no, I really don't understand it. As um, as someone who took an oath, you know, I swore on the oath myself. Uh, I I backed the people and the police over the hundred percent. Uh, this is exactly what we need it for. It's someone who's trying to strip your rights away from you within reason. There's obviously some agenda behind it if he's trying to do it. Uh. Which saddens me. I think Virginia, they kind of um, didn't think this would happen, so they kind of like turned a blind eye at it first because they wouldn't expect this at all. They, you know, they read the whole time and just kind of like went from underneath them, kind of. But um, it's never going to happen. It's never going to work. The uh, the police are against are against them. The people, the state themselves, they're against it. it it's never going to work. And if it does happen by some terrible grace. It's going to be a huge problem on our hands for not just Virginia, I think for the rest of the country as well. Like, I really don't think that Governor Northam understands the power of the civilian militia. The reason why no. the Second Amendment is there in order to protect exactly against this. And the fact that the American gun owner completely out, outnumbers the American police force and the American military combined, they really don't get it. We are not to be trifled with. Nope. So I have three points on that, right? Is three? Is it just three? It's three. Okay. For now. <laughs> so, first off, you want to send more money to help beef up the correctional facilities, right? He's not sending money because of the fact that they have really, really poor facilities and they need to fix the, uh, furnish the facilities. 
he's not sending money because um, they need a raise or they need new equipment or new gear. He's not sending any money over there because he's concerned about the life and the safety of the correctional officers. He's sending money over there because he is in full expectation that normal civilians are going to act out and they need to be housed in correctional facilities, which will then overpopulate <laughs> a, huge uh, a huge possibility that it'll overpopulate the correctional facilities, which will then need new facilities. And he's also expecting law enforcement officers to deny doing their job, which would then have to put them at risk by putting them at the population of who they just arrested. That's, <laughs> that's point number one. Point number two is the fact that I went to the, the uh, Revolutionary War Museum today, right? Spent some time with the girls. Went to the Revolutionary War Museum. One thing I learned that I had no clue about is Georgia was completely left un undefended. The army completely almost vanished there. So all they had was civilians that had to form a militia group to protect the rest of the people in Georgia from the Redcoats. Sounds super American to me. <laughs> Sounds Absolutely. super American, right? Which is one of the reasons why that portion of that clause was placed in the Second Amendment. The right of the people, <laughs> the militia, to keep and bear arms. We are that militia. There's no denying it. If, again, something happens to our police force, something happens to our military, the same that it did in Georgia during the Revolutionary War, it falls back on us to defend our property and to defend each other as Americans and to make sure that our country doesn't collapse. And we, see, we, we see what's happened around the world when people don't have the ability to defend themselves. You look at Hong Kong and Iran and Venezuela where people are just being taken down in the streets by the government because it doesn't matter if you think you have the right to protest. If you can't defend yourself, they don't you care. Yep. Look at Egypt with Morsi and Obama. When Obama allowed, when he pushed and backed the, the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt. It sounds like something Obama would do. They were running over people in the streets with their own, they're, they're not their tanks, there's so, some kind of vehicle they had over there, some kind of lightweight, all-terrain armored vehicle, whatever. Just running over people I mean, it's in their bullets. main square. And he was still backing them, saying that, oh, these are, this is who is good for you, Egypt. This is who you need. This Muslim this, Brotherhood guy. This is the same guy who tried to put, push the Affordable Care Act, which was neither affordable nor useful in any sense of the word. Or caring. Yes, no caring, no <laughs> nothing. Oh, my God. So, I mean, this, this is the next step, though, for us here in New York. Tack, I know you are working down then in Virginia. If you have not seen um, Tack's speech during his town hall meeting, it is great. He's wearing the most green sweatshirt you have ever seen in your entire life. But he does give an, Irish. <laughs> gives an excellent speech about our rights as American citizens. If you have not seen that yet, check it out at Solomon Tack on Instagram. That's two A's and a C. There is no K in Tack. Um, but this is the next step for New York, and we are going to start reaching out to law enforcement. I'm going to start I'm, – I'm reaching out currently to local politicians to get real policy enacted where we can have our rights defended because it is, as you saw, upstate New York. This is not, you know, in the middle of the woods. This is Rockland County where people are being murdered just for celebrating a holiday. 
and we will not be left defenseless. This is not going to happen. We're not going to stand by and let it happen. We've lost too much already. We are here to fight back. As I always say, don't Amen. let me take your freedom. We are taking our freedom back. Amen. But the last thing, Joe, we ha- I had you on for a very specific reason. Um, I wanted you to be able to talk about Our Earth United, the group that you started, and we've done. Uh, you've done two official park cleanups. Uh, I was there for one. Couldn't make the other one, but. What is going on? What is your goal with Our Earth United? What are the plans going forward? And when is our next cleanup and anything else you have planned? Well, um, basically, I started Our Earth United a couple of months ago. Um, there was a couple of reasons why I started. One, I mean, I, I like hiking. I like being outdoors. I figured if everyone just brings one plastic bag with them just to pick up other people's trash, it does. you can pretty much turn a pretty good turnout just with that. Because I, I brought one garbage bag, I picked up about like five pounds of trash the first time, so it, it does help. We picked and, up a lot of trash over. Yeah, man, it was a lot. Sure. But um, another thing is, uh, I know what you're talking about, like the next step for New York. I don't want to. I don't want to see another San Francisco. I, I really don't. I, 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 as much as I talk shit about this state, I do love it. It's my home. But it, it's becoming a disgusting cesspool. You walk in a city, it's it's slowly becoming California now. It's more and more homeless people. I mean, luckily enough, I'm, I mean, I am still finding heroin needles, you know, drug bags here and there, but that's a given. As, I just hope it does not become as bad as San Francisco does. But um, I digress. Basically, it's a nonprofit. I'm not, we're, not, we're not looking to make profit. We're just looking to help the community. If it's just cleaning up parks, any humanitarian service that we can do, helping out at soup kitchens, just a better better the community as a whole because I think at the end of the day a lot of people were fractured even if it's from different political parties religious views uh, I just want to do my part kind of bring people together that's that's basically the gist of it I mean that is a huge positive message and the big thing that people really need to understand and I was at this first cleanup is that these are government-run parks and the government is not cleaning them up they're not doing a thing. That, so, that's another. That's another thing. Right. It shows the ineffect. Like we said a million times, if you want something done, don't call the government. You have to be out there do it. doing it yourself. And you look at people like Scott Pressler and people like Joe who are just being like, "Listen, this is up to me. I need to do it. If I want to see change, I need to make that change." And it's very important. And we are here to highlight things like that on the show and to show people that no matter how bad it gets, if we are willing to roll up our sleeves and do something, we can make a difference. Whether it's in that, you know, getting rid of the Safe Act getting rid of red flag laws, cleaning up a park, cleaning, you know, just helping our community, helping the people in our communities. We can't rely on the government. The government has, is not the people, they're not the people to do that. They never have been and they never will be. Everything the government touches goes to crap. So we really do need to roll up our sleeves. And, you know, if you believe that something needs to be fixed, get out there and fix it yourself. That's really what it comes down to. But um, Joe, you're on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Our Earth United. Correct. Um, the best way to reach me is obviously our Facebook group. That's when we post the most updates with our um, events and all that. Our next event is actually going to be next Sunday. So that is January 5th. I will be putting the details on the Facebook group. Um, you guys don't have to worry about bringing bags or gloves. Um, just check the weather, dress accordingly. I will provide bags and gloves. Uh, any, any hands that can help, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right. Well, I will definitely be there. Tack won't be there because he lives in Virginia now. God <laughs> damn jerk. Um, but no, definitely, guys. And we will be posting the details on our Facebook group, on our Instagram. So make sure you check out Our Earth United on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, 
you know, other than that, guys, this is the end of our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure the website will be out back up very soon. So if you can support us by buying a shirt, buying a hat, buying anything that we have up there, all that money goes right back into helping us reach more people. That is the goal. The key is to show people that we are here, that we are standing up and that we are here to support them and that they are not alone because many people are not willing to stand up when they think that no one else supports them. We've been lied to and told that the state is all blue for decades, and that's not true. Up until this last, up until 2018, the state legislature was red. So we had it before, we can take it back. That's the important thing. Politics are local. Take back your town. Take back your county. These are the things that we need to do in order to take back the state and take back a lot of what we've lost. So make sure you follow us at Get Red Pill NY on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube and SoundCloud at Empire State Conservative Network. Make sure to follow Attack at Solomon Attack on Instagram. Remember, 2AsMC, there is no K attack. And make sure that you follow One Earth Unite, Our Earth United. Sorry, again, I did it again. Our <laughs> Earth United on Facebook and on Instagram. For that, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And don't let fear take your freedom. Oh, <laughs>